Welcome to the Life Point Church podcast. Obviously, uh, this coming week is Thanksgiving, so we're going to talk about Thanksgiving today. Not not just the day and not just the turkey, but we're going to talk um, uh, about the spirit of Thanksgiving. And I'm going to end with another interview, and we're going to end with communion this morning. And I, I was thinking uh, a couple weeks ago, me and my wife were out here uh, late for a, a meeting. And right before we left, my youngest sends us a text. And uh, have you ever had one of your kids the night before, um, late the night before, all of a sudden they need something the next day for school? (laughs) Well, she sends us this text that she had to have these specific um, Thanksgiving sugar cookies. And she had to have them the next day. Now, mind you, this is pushing... 9 o'clock, 9.30 at night. And so she sent us a picture, and these sugar cookies, and they had this turkey on them. So I thought, okay, this won't be too hard. So we go across the street. We hit Food Lion. Can't find them anywhere. I call the other Food Lion. Can't find them anywhere. I call a different grocery store. Um, the person on the other end, I just wasn't real confident he knew what he was talking about. So we drove all the way to East Point and went to a different grocery store. Couldn't find them there. I thought, well, this is it. I'm going in to Walmart because Walmart always has it, right? So I, you know, I did a couple of these and then I went in Walmart and they didn't have them in Walmart, found a worker. He looked in the back and he said, we did have these. We don't have them now. And so, uh, but what I noticed that they did have while we were looking for these cookies that did not exist where they had a bunch of Christmas cookies, the same kind of sugar cookies, only Christmas cookies. And so we thought we'd help my daughter just make her own. We bring them home. And she goes, oh, that's okay. I don't need them for a few more days. That's a whole other story. I won't go into that part. But the point that I'm making from this story is my wife said something to one of the, to the cashier. She said, it feels like Thanksgiving just got pushed out of the way this year. We sort of skipped it and went right to Christmas. I know it's a week later, and I know that you could blame commercialism or whatever we want to blame on it, but it was almost a little forgotten. And I think sometimes even in our own lives, we forget sometimes just to be really thankful. And so I'm not talking about the holiday as much as I am the essence and the spirit of Thanksgiving today. I'm going to say a couple of things real quick. I'm going to interview someone else. I'm going to take communion. I just want us this morning to have a spirit uh, an open heart, just to be reminded how, how powerful the power of thanksgiving actually is. And the Bible says a lot about thanksgiving. Let's go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, three verses here, 16, 17, and 18. Y'all ready to go? It says this, be happy. Be happy what? In your faith. And be glad-hearted when things are going right, right? No, be glad-hearted What? Continually, continually or always. So always be happy, always be glad-hearted in your faith. How many know, no matter what's going on in our faith, in our courage, in the words of Jesus, we can always find a reason to be happy and encouraged and stirred. Amen? Amen. Look at verse 17. Be unceasing in prayer or pray uh, and uh, per- perseveringly. What that means is pray until it manifests, right? So keep your heart stirred, keep in faith, keep praying until it manifests. And look at verse 18. This is where I want to focus. And thank God in what? Everything, no matter what the circumstances might be. And it tells us two things. Be thankful and give thanks. For this is it's the will of God. In other words, that, y'all with me? Y'all right? Like, well, it's on the screen right there, right? <laughs> for this is the will of God. I'm not making this up, right? For this is the will of God for you who are in Christ Jesus. 
Now, I would say, sometimes we say things, and they sound good, they sound cliche, but they're not really right. And the Bible doesn't tell us to be thankful for everything. It says be thankful in everything. There's just some stuff I'm not real thankful for. Are you thankful for sickness? You thankful for poverty? Thankful for violence? Thankful for pain? No, we're not thankful. So it doesn't say to be thankful for everything, but it says be thankful what? In everything. That, that's, a, that's a different thing. And it says be thankful and give thanks. That's the will of God. It's the will of God for your life and my life to always what? Give thanks or be in thanks, not just thanks for everything, but thanks in everything. So here's a good definition of thanksgiving. You ready? Yes. The act of giving thanks. <laughs> well, sometimes we overcomplicate things, right? It's just the act of giving thanks. And thanksgiving is actually the will of God. To be able to be in something and give thanks in it, doesn't have to be for it, but giving thanks in it. So here's my title just for a few moments, putting the thanks back into thanksgiving. Putting the thanks back in, now not just turkey day, but I'm talking about a thankful heart, being thankful. And I wanna share with you just three things about thanksgiving. Here's the first one. Thanksgiving always cultivates gratitude. Everyone say gratitude. So in the essence of being thankful, and giving thanks, that's the will of God. In, in everything, give thanks. When it doesn't look like it's turning, in it, give thanks. When it looks like you're up against a child, in it, give thanks. So what happens is thanksgiving starts to cultivate gratitude in our, in our hearts. And gratitude means to have a thankful heart or to feel grateful. You can't give thanks if you're not feeling grateful or you don't have gratitude. So there, there's a big Greek word, and I'm going to butcher the word, but here's the big Greek word for having a thankful heart. It's eukachristio. Sounds Italian. Doesn't sound Greek, does it? Um, but it's made up of two words, ou and cheris. And the word ou or the e-u in the first part of that Greek word, stick with me, I'm going somewhere, means that you have a good inner disposition about something. You just, you have a good disposition or you have a good attitude about something. But when you connect the cheris to it, well, the word cheris, we know is the word for grace, right? So we have a good disposition of grace. We have a, a good attitude of grace. We could say it this way. We need to have an attitude of gratitude, so to be thankful is an attitude thing. It's a disposition. So when you put those words together, here's what it means. You are so grateful that you are overwhelming, you're overwhelmed with a good feeling about everything regardless of what's happening. So in whatever's happening, you still have a good feeling. That, that means you still have a good disposition. You still have a good attitude. So in other words, uh, gratitude should be your attitude. Look at someone say, gratitude is an attitude. It's a disposition. I love what Rick Renner says. Rick Renner said, I've trained myself whenever someone comes up and they say to me, how's it going? His answer is, I'm thankful. Has anyone ever walked up to you and say, how's it going? And you just say some spiritual answer. Well, the Lord is with me. And sometimes, how's it going? Oh, it's great. It's great. My answer is always, if you've ever asked me how it's going, I'm sure you heard this, and, and I was talking about this one, one, a few Sundays ago. I always have a tendency to say, I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm busy. And everybody's busy. We get that. But what, what, when I saw Rick Renner said, I've trained myself to say I'm thankful, I thought, man, that's a better answer. 
Because it doesn't mean everything's going smooth. It doesn't mean everything's perfect in my life. But you know what? I'm grateful. I'm th- Isn't that a good answer? Look at someone and say, I'm thankful. How many would agree with this? No matter what you've gone through, what's happened, or what's happening right now, or what's stacked up against you, you can say you're thankful. God's been faithful. And we can all say that. Even if we've had some rough times, even if we've caused some rough times, how many would just agree, man, I can be thankful? It's an attitude, and I believe that, you know, anyone can become positive, but man, when you are a Christian, you're a Christ follower, you're a believer, that takes it to a whole other level. Why? Because you have courage to know that God has been, is, and always will be what? Faithful to you. How many have ever not been so faithful to God, but he was faithful when you weren't faithful? How many know God's always been good to you and you didn't deserve it? That's just a good, that's the grace of God. So an attitude of grace. I love what Roseanne says. She learned about grace. Why? An attitude of cherish or grace that, that no matter what's going on, my disposition, my attitude is what? I remember grace. Grace is on my mind. Grace is in my heart. Grace is the goodness of God toward me when I do not deserve it. Here's what, here's what um, a grateful heart does, or when you have grace on your heart, it starts to cultivate just this gratitude. And here's, here's what it is. Thanksgiving or thankfulness is a seed. It's a seed that can take the ordinary, the mundane, and the routine and turn it into excitement, joy, and happiness. Because what happens in life is we just, we get in rut sometimes because we get so used to how something's going or how something's gone before, or it's, you know, different day, same thing. Get up, go to work, come home, take care of kids, repeat. And life gets, life gets what? Caught up in the routine. It gets caught up in the ongoing. It gets caught up in the ordinary. But what Thanksgiving does, it's a seed for extraordinary. It's seed for supernatural. It's actually seed for God to turn something into joy and turn something into happiness. You have been waiting for God to change a situation so you can get your happy on. What Thanksgiving does is it brings praise into the present right now and it begins to change you. It's an attitude. And when your attitude changes, eventually it can change. And if it never changes, you've already changed and you've already got the win. You've already got the victory. That was good. That's not in my notes, but that was really good. So if if you said to me, how do I develop an attitude of gratitude? Here's what I would say to you. It's what you're mindful of. All throughout scripture, there's one word that we look over a lot of times, but it's in the word of God over and over and over. The reason why it's in there, God knows us so well. It's the word remember. Remember. Remember what God's done. Remember what he's done for you. Remember who you are. Remember what you have. Remember to be thankful. Remember, 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 remember. You know why we lose our thankfulness is because we forget or we neglect to be thankful. So we become mindful. We we remember. um, Old timers used to say it this way, count your blessings. The Bible says when you're up against opposition or a challenge or a rough time, it says what? It says count these things all what for good or count them all to be a blessing. What that means is you add them up. It's an accounting word. And you add up all the problem and it says count it all what? Joy. Well, how do you do that unless you have an attitude of gratitude? It's an accounting word, which means to tabulate the challenge, get your print out. Sit down and tabulate the promise and get your print out, and you'll realize you get your print out, you get your praise on, right? And you realize it's, it's an attitude thing. No matter what's come against you, God has already been so good to you. It's already been so good to you. Here's the deal about, about Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is, um, let me give you a law. There's the law of attraction. 
And I don't mean like you're attracted to someone. I mean the law of attraction. It could work that way. But the law of attraction in context this morning would mean this. Whatever is in your heart and your disposition attracts something to your life. If you've got a nasty attitude, guess what you're going to attract to your life? Nasty. If you've got a bad attitude, you're going to attract the worst people and the worst things. But if you have an attitude of gratitude and an attitude of thanksgiving, it's like a magnet. And it's going to, it's going to, do, it's going to attract the blessing of God to your life. It's going to attract the breakthrough power of God to your life. It's going to attract the promises of God. Come on, somebody. It's going to attract the promises of God to your life. It's going to attract the goodness of God to your life. So a bad attitude repels that, but an attitude of gratitude, being thankful, it it cultivates this gratitude. Thanksgiving cultivates uh, gratitude in our life, and it attracts the goodness of God, the breakthrough power of God, the words of Jesus to our life. It attracts those things to our life. So we got to allow God, and we, but the Bible says be thankful. That means an attitude. It's just to remember the goodness of God. Because I think there was probably a time you didn't deserve God to be good, and he was good. And there was a time you were down and out and thought life was over, but somehow, someway, God reached through. The Bible says in the book of Psalms, he reached down while you were in the pit, and he pulled you up, and he set your feet on a rock, and he established your goings. That was a God thing. Don't forget that. Remember that. Remember God's always been faithful. God's always been good. Well, you, know, you didn't know how the bills were going to pay? God came through. You didn't know how he's going to heal that situation? God came through. He's the same yesterday. He's the same right now. He'll be the same tomorrow. You say same tomorrow. Same to his word. So Thanksgiving cultivates gratitude. It says be thankful. Let's keep moving. How about this? Thanksgiving does something else. It deletes stress. Thanksgiving deletes stress. So Thanksgiving means this. You have a, 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 a thankful heart. It also means this. You have a readiness to show appreciation. So I have a thankful disposition, and I'm ready to express it. I'm ready to express it. What Thanksgiving, and so it, it does delete stress in our life. How do you know you're not being thankful? How do you know you're being thankless? A lot of times, it's when fear overtakes our life. We're more full of doubt. We're more full of worry. We're more full of resentment. We're forgetful. We're bitter, and we get critical, and we start complaining. I know you guys don't. The 11.30 crowd. I'm, I'm just warming up, practicing for them. I know none of you. You're the spiritual giants in here. But think about that. When we get critical and we complain, it's the opposite of being thankful. It's the opposite of thanksgiving. Matter of fact, I would say this to you. Y'all ready for this? Somebody put this down. Thanksgiving is the antidote for anxiety. I'm going to go over and talk to this side. Thanksgiving is the antidote for anxiety. Yeah, I'm going back over here. If you came to me and said, I'm just dealing with anxiety, if I could bottle it and put it in a pill and say, take some Thanksgiving home with you three times a day with a meal. We have a stressed out, over-medicated culture. Now, don't anybody get weird about, I'm not telling you not to take your medicine. Don't misunderstand me. I'm just saying, take, some, take another medicine. It's called thankfulness. It's called Thanksgiving. It's remembering the goodness of God. Let me give you a couple of scriptures. You want some more word? Here we go. Look what Philippians says, chapter 4 and verse 6. Just, just 
I'm going to read the first line. T- tell me if you ever feel like this. Let's read. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. You ever read that and be like, yeah, right. What world is that? <laughs> Don't be pulled in different directions. Don't be worried about a thing. But be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing what? Gratitude. Overflowing gratitude. Tell him every detail of your life. Overflowing gratitude. What the Bible says is don't stress on it. Pray about it with gratitude. All right, you didn't like that one? How about this one? Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 and 7. So then, just the same way that you receive Jesus as your Lord, continue to live your life in him. How how did you receive him? Faith. How do you keep living in him? Faith. Verse 7. Be rooted and built up in him. Be strengthened in your faith as you've been taught and overflow with thankfulness. So what the Bible is telling us is the will of God is to be overflowing in gratitude and be overflowing in thanksgiving. Not depleted in it. If you're depleted in it, you can't delete stress. But if you're overflow with it, you'll delete stress in your life. So you're saying I can live a stress-free life? No, that's what God said. It may not be likely, but it's completely possible. And the antidote is what? It's to remain thankful. It's to be full of thanksgiving. And there, I, let me give you these real quick. There are some scientific results or benefits. Let me give them to you quickly. I'll hit the last one. Some results of thanksgiving. Physically, listen to this. You'll be healthier, sleep better, live longer. Amen. More energy, less aches, less pains, and more relaxed. Y'all don't need that. Y'all are just, you're so relaxed. I see it coming in. You're like, no, it's all good. No. I know what it's like on Wednesday. Y'all are spazzing out. How about some psychological benefits? You're stronger emotionally. You're optimistic. I ran into somebody the other day. I saw him, how's it going? And for the next 15 minutes, they unloaded on how bad everything was. I left there like, I need a bridge to jump off of. (laughs) Seriously, it was was just, and they're going through a rough time. But less, or more optimistic, less frustration, less regretful, less depressed, and a better self-esteem. There's some relational benefits like this, you're more attractive. Well, how many of you agree with that? Thankful people are more attractive. You're friendlier, more selfless. You have deeper relationships, stronger relationships, and you have more empathy for people. Then there's some productive results. How about this? You're more effective. You achieve your goals. Your career is better. You make better decisions. And you're purposeful. Anyone wish you have, would have made some better decisions in life? Thankful people make better decisions. So how do you make better decisions? You, you want to get wisdom and get full of thankfulness. So the Bible says the will of God is to give thanks, not for everything, but in everything. And that means you have a thankful heart and you give thanks. Which means your heart is thankful, you have an attitude of gratitude, and you're ready to express that gratitude. And the last thing is this, is that thanksgiving leads to thanks living.
Thanksgiving leads to thanks living. So here's what Thanksgiving really means. It means I have a thankful heart. I'm ready to express my gratitude. And it also means this, I'm ready to return kindness. So I have such a thankful disposition that I'm ready to express it and I show it with kindness. In other words, it's, it's, it's your thinking, it's your feeling, and it's your acting. It's your mind, it's your will, it's your emotions. It's your thoughts, your feelings, and your works, or your deeds, or your actions. It can't just be a mindset. It can't just be a heart set. It can't just be, it's the combination of your thoughts, your words, your actions, but it's not thanksgiving until it's what? Expressed. You can feel grateful, but it doesn't become thanks living until it's acted upon. And so if it means that I'm so overwhelmed with the cherish or the grace of God, no matter what's going on, that I'm still willing to live with thanksgiving. So it's not just about feeling grateful. It starts there as an attitude, but it means I'm ready to show it, and I do show it. I do bless somebody. Let me tell you how to know if you're really thankful. It's one word that's deleted usually in our culture. It's generosity. A person who really has learned and discovered to be thankful, they're the most generous people. The person who God has really touched their life and changed their life are the most generous person, people. And they're the most blessed people. And blessing isn't always money. If you have all the money you could want and have a terrible, terrible outlook on things, that's not blessed. If your wallet's thick but your health is bad, it's not blessed. Come on. I believe generous people, generous living, generosity, generous actions is thanks living. It's the proof that you understand what a grateful heart means. They actually say, no, don't get weird on me with this, but um, they actually say when you are generous, it sets off a chemical in your mind and your body. It's the same chemical that goes off during sex. Now, don't get weird on me. I'm just saying. There's something that happens when you're a generous person. It's an endorphin in your body. It, it changes your thinking. It changes your emotions. It changes your attitude. It changes um, all that stuff in you. It's an actual chemical that goes off in you. God knows what he's doing. He knows how he made us. He wired us to be thankful servants. And we live in a culture. We live in a world. We live in a society that's about me, 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 get mine, get my stuff. How, what's out for me? What? And that's, Jesus said, I came to live differently. I think a different way. And, he, and God, um, we talked about being a servant last week, but Jesus said, I didn't come to just get. I came to give away my life. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 25, the Message Bible says this. The world of the generous gets larger and larger. The world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. The one who blesses others is abundantly what? Blessed. Those who help others are helped. One translation says this, the generous refresh others and get refreshed themselves. There's a refreshing thing that happens when we become generous. And see, what God has to do is change our stinking thinking. He really does. And the only way he can change our stinking thinking is for us to take his word 
get revelation on it, and just obey it. Just let God change our disposition. Now, don't anyone raise your hand on this. I know just some people, by nature, are a little more thankful than others. My wife is a lot more thankful naturally than I am. Because I have a tendency just to think about me sometimes and think about other things and miss the things. But I really believe Scripture teaches us that we need to cultivate an attitude of gratitude. And it's just remembering what God's done. What the devil wants to do is show us what we think God hasn't done and what hasn't worked or what has happened to us. And we forget what God has done, what God is doing, and what God will do. If you don't see God working, it is not proof that he isn't working. He's not obligated to show you how he's going to do it. That's called trust and faith. But being generous. Everybody say generous. Generous. Here's what generosity means. To provide more than the normal amount that's needed. It was originally from a word that meant someone was privileged. And because they were privileged, they were obligated to help those who weren't. That's what generosity means. Listen to this statement. This is a good good tweet, tattoo or something. Y'all ready for this? Generosity kills greed, provides for need, and releases seed. Instead of living like this, we learn to live like it kills greed. You want to know how to kill greed? You can have money and be greedy. You can have nothing and be greedy. Generosity kills the power of greed. Greed is poverty. It kills greed. It will provide for need, and it releases the power of seed. And the Bible said from the beginning, and there will always be what? Seed time, harvest. It's how everything operates. And when you sow and you sow generosity and you sow thanksgiving, you get a return. You get a harvest on it. It's not why you do it, but it provides a harvest for your life. And what that means is it's going to be continual, continual, continual thanksgiving. But it is not thanksgiving until it is expressed or it is released or it is given. So I'm glad you came today. I just wanted to stir up in you to remember those few things. The Bible says the will of God is to be thankful in everything. Not for, but in everything. And it it means a thankful heart and thanksgiving. And so we have to cultivate an attitude. And just all I want you to do this week is just starting to be mindful and remember how good God is. It means to be mindful and heartful of his grace. That you're so overwhelmed by the grace of God that you give thanks in everything no matter what's coming against you. And it'll, it will delete the anxiety from your life. And it will turn it into thanks living. Now, I want to end for a few moments if, if my good friend Steve will come here. Um, this, this is Steve. Um, I call him, I call him spicy chili because if you were here at team night, he made the spicy chili. Here you go, sir. And um, Steve's an awesome guy. And I, I wanted to just end this morning with a quick little interview um, and then we'll take communion together. So everybody say, what's up, Steve? So Steve, blessed. he's blessed. <laughs> and, you know, one reason I want to bring Steve up here, because if you ever talk to Steve, um, he's very thankful. Yeah. Have anyone ever talked to him and he can't get through the sentence without crying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to not do that <laughs> right now. <laughs> So, I'm to do it now. Yeah, so, so Steve, if I started off with the same question we asked Roseanne 
um, man, what, what are you most grateful for what God has done in your life and changed in your life? Well, I, I'd have to say that uh, I'm most grateful that uh, he didn't give up on me. Um, yeah. I, a couple years ago, I was a drug addict. I was diagnosed with uh, depression and anxiety, and I was in jail. And I ran from God. He actually came to me several times. And uh, I said, God, how can I come to church? How can I be a servant of you? That would make me a hypocrite of all the things that I did. And I literally ran from him. So he, he got me arrested, put me in jail. <laughs> <laughs> be thankful in everything, not for everything, but in everything, in everything right? right? <laughs> and actually, that was the best thing that ever happened to me because he trapped me in a jail cell. And he came through me through Bible study. Tell that just, story. You were getting a tattoo, right? Yeah. I was in, I was in a jail cell. Um, uh, my friend used to ask me, or the guy I was with used to ask me, come to Bible study. And I'd be like, no, because that gave me free time. And uh, so I went to this cell to get a tattoo. The, the guy had me in there pinned against the wall, and he was poking me with a staple for a tattoo on my chest. And the Bible study just happened to come into that cell that day. You can't move, right? You get the tattoo right. in the Bible study. Yeah. I can't leave, so God traps me in that cell, and he <laughs> speaks to me. And uh, I gave my life to God that day. And uh, uh, he's healed me of addiction and especially depression. I can't be more happy. Um, I've been clean for 18 months now, clean and sober. And uh, he, has, he has truly blessed me, and he has a plan for me, and I know that. And the way I know that is that uh, I came out of jail into a program here at the VA hospital, and someone in this church, a buddy of mine, Browns fan, <laughs> Moose, invited me. Not, we're not thankful for that, but we're, we're thankful in it. I knew you'd get that one, but... Uh, he invited me. Let's not uh, go down that road. I'm about to lose my attitude of gratitude. Go ahead. <laughs> he invited me to man up. And uh, I was like, well, I'd love to go to that, bud, but I'm in a program and I'm not allowed to leave, leave that program until, you know, a certain date. And he goes, well, when do you get out? And I go, I get out September 20th. He goes, well, that's good because the dinner is, or the breakfast is September 21st. Mm. <laughs> so God has a timing and a plan for everything. And, uh, he put me right here at the Life Point Church that day after I got out of that program. So how, how's being here on a regular basis? Oh, it's, been, it's been amazing. It's been part um, of that. Life Point has done so much for me. It, it's my family. I have relationships now that I never had. Good people. Uh, Man Up Group has just been amazing for me. We have a breakfast one, and we have a one every Wednesday, every Wednesday of the month. And uh, it's just been amazing. I built this relationship with friends. These friends now that I spend my day with, so God's in my life every day. He, uh, I have dinner with my friends. They're all Christians. They all come to this church. Um, it's just amazing. Even even the relationship I have now with my uh, girlfriend is a Christian relationship, and it's been awesome. Awesome. So yeah, he's really done a lot. So for me. so you through LifePoint, yeah. So you have, but you you oh, can I, really tell you have a thankful heart. Oh yeah, I um my old saying is gratitude is the best attitude. Yeah. You know, so. And uh, like I said, it's, if you walk in my apartment, there's signs on the wall, art on the wall that says, uh, thank, be thankful in all things. Um, 
be grateful, uh, always give thanks. These are the things that I have because I am grateful and I am thankful. Mm. And every time, every time I try to go bless one, especially bless someone else, especially through man up, when we go to bless other people, I always seem to get blessed even mm. more. You know what I mean? It's mm. like, mm. it's just never anything that I can ever pay back. You know, yeah. it's just amazing. So I noticed something from your story yeah. that you really just are, you're just thankful. You're ready to express it. And you do express it. And, Every and day. So Every if day. we're just mindful of what God has done and mindful to be a blessing, man, we would just, we, we right. would. And I, I, like I said, I, I literally, this is the truth. I wake up in the morning and there's a song. As soon as I wake up, I'm singing a song. You know what I mean? It's because I'm happy. I'm thankful. And like I said, I go to, I go to college now. <laughs> believe that. <laughs> I just finished. I'm finishing my, I'm finishing my first semester and, uh, doing really good in school and that's through God. I give all him all the praise and the glory because I literally had to pray for my, to help do my homework and stuff and he's mm-hmm. right there for me. And in this thing they have the veterans lounge and it's really nice because I get to come in and be grateful and thankful and just, you know, Jesus just glows and his spirit just comes out through me and mm-hmm. just bubbles over. And people can see that. They can see that happiness and that joy and that's from being grateful and thankful all the time. Yeah. yeah. Always grateful, you know. So last question we've been asking is just going forward as a church oh, in a new year. I'm Man, what, you, what, I'm, do you, what are you excited I'm about? I'm so excited. Like I said, um, I said God has a plan for me, and, you know, in that year of happenings. And uh, I, one of, what I asked for in this year of happening was that God used me. And like I said, even right now, he's using me to speak to you mm. guys. And so my happenings are happening. And uh, this new move forward is just amazing. I, not only do I look forward to going there and, and serving God there, but I look forward to the move in. Because I know that during this move-in, when we're up there working and stuff, we're going to build relationships, and we're going to get closer together, and we're going to build these bonds that, you know, that we're all going to be there just enjoying serving God and talking. I, I've already imagined us working out there on the buildings, praising God and talking, singing songs, you know? And then, um... <laughs> And like Roseanne said, I can see picnics, church picnics out there. I can see, I see a bigger youth ministry, mm. you know, with the, the, all the buildings and stuff, camps, you know, camping out. Like she said, with the, um, the what's it called, that little theater you got, the amphitheater, the, the concerts and people getting there. I see, a, I see children running around playing in the big fields and mm. stuff. It's just amazing what we have to offer there. I think the Blessing Barn is going to be great, helping mm. other people. I feel that, like, we can even, like, Rosanne, she likes to cook, so do I. So um, we can make food and help people that don't have food. I mean, I, there's just so much potential, yeah, yeah. so much opportunity there. I think it's just so wonderful that God has given this to us. Amen. Hey, yeah. appreciate you sharing. I know that no um, Thank you, I know you're a raw guy, and I love it. Why don't you guys give Steve a hand for it? Thank Thanks for listening to the LifePoint Church Podcast. Visit us online at lifepointcentral.com.